Hey Sam, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, I just watched season twelve of Doctor Who, so so you're doing great. Uh, you know, I'm doing uh, uh, better than I thought that I would be doing, but mostly because I'm used to its bullshit <laughs> <by> now. <laughs> well, I know where it's gonna burn me, and there's no nerve endings left, Sam. <laughs> don't make me spit tea, much or... like myself. Um, don't make me spit tea all over my computer, Cal. <laughs> uh, well, let me real quick. We got a tweet from um, oh, our yeah. new friend Dylan at Foggy Feather. Um, yep. He tweeted, this is in response to the episode Brianna and I did on Birds of Prey. He said, I can't yep. believe you talked about DCEU villains without mentioning the greatest villain, Ocean Master. Um, <laughs> which, admittedly, I've we yet. didn't. However, I would dispute which... him being the greatest villain, but that's all right. Look, Teach their own. in the current DCEU... There aren't that many to choose from, and he's competent. Ewan McGregor from Birds of Prey, man. Best one so yeah, far. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, it's me and McGregor, yeah, I mean, best performance. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah, I, I, was, I was pleased. Like, I, I sort of wanted a little more from it, and I feel like a lot of this movie ended up on the cutting room floor. Um, But it was generally fine <laughs> it was well, at least I mean, fun thing... unlike most DC yes it was films. definitely fun and the action was super competent the action was um, one of the highlights yeah i think the problem with it for me was that there just there wasn't quite enough um development of the of the other birds sure but <laughs> of, of the secondary characters i think that's why they renamed it harley quinn <laughs> because but that just says to me that they went into this movie not knowing what they were doing. Whether they wanted to make a Harley Quinn movie or a Birds of Prey movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, second part of Dylan's tweet uh, was, yeah. are we yeah. going to be hearing your overwhelmingly positive slash negative thoughts on Doctor Who anytime soon? And I just simply uh, replied... Yeah, right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, you will. This, Strap this... the fuck in. <laughs> um, it's coming! As we usually do with Doctor Who, we'll tackle each episode at a time. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, We're going to draw this one out, are we? Yeah, yeah, baby. Here we go. Ready for two hours of Doctor Who discussion? Ready for an absolute flaying. We should do the intro bit that we always do consistently. Alright. Okay, play the music. Shop podcast about what you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. And I'm Sam. And today we're talking about Doctor Who, Series 12. Yeah. <sighs> did you like how I didn't Look, do the other host Sam bit this time? It was a little weird. I was off foot. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, so, um, so this was a, an excellent return to form. In the sense that I've never seen something go so fucking downhill so quickly. Well, quick recap for those who don't remember. I'm talking specifically about Spyfall, but generally about Doctor Who. I was going to say, we liked the last season of Doctor Who that a lot of people didn't. Um, Mm. We liked the episodic format they went with. Yeah, I I was a little sick of the the two-parters and... Yeah, I thought the finale was underwhelming in the last season, but apart from that, I thought the individual episodes were all really strong. And the Christmas special was pretty good, 
Mm-hmm. It sort of it did to Daleks what um, Neil Gaiman's episode did to the Cybermen. I didn't like Neil Gaiman's like Cybermen sort of, episode, to be honest, but uh, but a lot of people did. Yeah, and, I know. And it changed. It just added something that was so obviously like fit in with the Cybermen sort of story, even if it was just making them more like the Borg from Star Trek. But that's fine because they just fucking are the Borg from. They Star just Trek. Uh, they're they're just a knockoff of the Borg. Actually, no. The Sunman came way before the Borg. I apologize. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fucking. So you should. The Borg are more like zombies, though. So they're cooler. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. It depends. Whenever I, you're listening I, I to think this, zombies, zombies are cool. I was going to say, whenever you're listening <laughs> to this, it depends where in the cycle we are. Whether zombies are cool or lame. Uh, cool at the moment on the three monthly cycle. I was going to say <laughs> it moves uh, that quickly. Is it the Walking Dead season one or season seven? I don't know which one oh. we're on. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, we were so yeah. spiteful. Um, had a good cliffhanger at the very least. Uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> you did it like that cliffhanger? Master? No, oh, I didn't because we just spent 12. the last four fucking seasons setting up the master going through a character arc then we throw the shit out the fucking window. Well, here's the thing though. We don't know where this master comes in the timeline, right? Oh, boo. I'm right, though. (laughs) No, we do know where it comes in the timeline. Because it comes in the timeline, like, after Gallifrey comes back, after Mm -hmm. all the shit happens on Gallifrey with Missy and shit. But we never see John Sim turn into Missy. So this could be a post-John Sim master, pre-Missy master. If we have to justify it with that sort of headcanon bullshit, it's bad. (laughs) No, that's that's the rule. What did you think of the performance, though? He grew on me by the end. As he returned throughout the season, he he did a better job. And he was good before he was the master. And then he just turned into cackling, fucking hand-wringing supervillain. He made me think, what if Matt Smith, the Doctor, was the master? Yeah. And that's not a good thing, because it's not Matt Smith. It's somebody pretending to be Matt Smith, much like how Jodie Whittaker isn't David Tennant. It, she's just someone pretending to be David Tennant. I don't get that sense from her doctor. Uh, David, she she imitates a bunch of different doctorisms, as they all attempt, as they all do, admittedly. But she felt more like her own character in the last season, and then in this season, she ah. Uh, well, in this season, I don't know how. They could have possibly dropped the pie this badly, but sorry, we're getting way off a of format. I think it's less her performance and more that she, as the Doctor, was just reacting to things this season. Mm, I yeah. think that's more the issue. But mm. there's some things I really liked in this season and some things I didn't care so much for. Um, so yeah. Spyfall's... What was the plot of Spyfall, Cal? Um, uh, we, we asked... Uh, um, we asked Stephen Fry, what are you doing on the weekend? And he said, uh, something witty and charming. I can't remember exactly what. Uh, and then they, and then we decided to do a whole season of Doctor Who where we have like two seconds of Stephen Fry. <sighs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I uh, know nothing, nothing. There's no <laughs> plot to the spies are being attacked by light monsters. Light monsters are being controlled, but aren't being controlled by Steve Jobs and or the master and or both. And there's a plane. Yeah, it felt very... It did feel like an old master story, um, in that sense. Well, in the sense that it was shit. <laughs> no, but, like, how he I'm was behind sorry. the scenes the whole time. Uh, but he wasn't behind no, the scenes. No, he wasn't. Like, 
Because what was he even doing? What was the point of taking out the spies? Um, because he wanted the light things to invade and the spies were figuring it out. Boo. I think. <laughs> I don't think that was ever said. I don't think. Here's the thing. I like, I like, oh. I actually liked a lot of stuff in this episode except for all the explanations. Yeah, including like, oh, our plan is to turn humans into hard drives to be used by the now completely vegetableized uh, dominant species on the planet, maybe, or or they're going to be used by the light people. The light you seem people. to be able to, but they seem to be able to turn people into like. Uh, surely they have enough hard drives for all the floating around being light that they do. Like, wh- what are they doing? I don't know. Fuck, man. Yeah, I because I like I, all I the setup just be on in a, this on a roll. <laughs> I like all the setup in this. I liked the mystery. It was an interesting mystery. It just didn't pay off nicely. Um, what that, but that ruins that retroactively ruins the mystery. Yeah, I know it does, which is the annoying part because I enjoyed mm. the because at, while watching it, I remember enjoying the experience of watching it and then not liking the payoff. Except here's the thing: most people I spoke to really like Spyfall. Because they liked the cliffhanger and they liked the... It felt more... It felt more like, you know, early... You know, it felt more Matt Smithy, Or not even Matt Smithy. It was like Matt Smith and David Tennant's eras meshed together. But also, right? Mm-hmm. My least favourite paradox in all time travel stories. Yes. The bootstrap paradox. Yes. Completely undermines all the tension from the, from the cliffhanger... When, right at the end, they just go, Oh yeah, but Doctor, how'd you even get on the screen and say those things to me? Oh shit, I guess I better go do that, put it back in time, and fucking give it to you. Yeah. I guess I better fucking come up with the with the answer to the problem that I only know the answer to because I was there when it happened. Therefore, like... <sighs> I don't mind that. They did that in Blink, which is one of the best episodes too. So... Yes, but Blink was horrifying all the way through. This was... Thoroughly unentertaining all the way through. See, that's the thing. I know a lot of people who were entertained by it because the mystery yeah. I found entertaining is it when it was the payoff that didn't work for me. What did you think of the time jumping stuff in the second part? Um, I sort of felt it a little unnecessary. I mean, like it was fun and it was good to see a whole bunch of different sets and things like that. But it felt like they just went, "Oh, look, we have you know, uh, we we have X amount of budget. Let's burn." fucking all but a tenth of our budget on this one episode and then what did you think yeah. of the scene where the master made Jodie Whittaker get on her knees I mean that's exactly what the master would do it is there's a little bit of sexual tension there but uh I I mean and some innuendo Mi- Missy was constantly sexually assaulting Peter Capaldi's doctor correct so nah, <laughs> I, I got no real problem with that um I like and also the the doctor left the master to die like four times <laughs> in I th- in part two. I think the master did. I think the doctor didn't give a shit. Um, they yeah, set up the like, mystery the doc- <coughs> of Gallifrey in this one too, because they had the what, see, what Gallif- mystery? Gallifrey, the dis- mystery of the arson of <laughs> Gallifrey. I wonder who burnt down Gallifrey. Shut up, master! I'm trying to figure out who burned down Gallifrey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the mystery. The mystery is why, right? But. I do find Put those it... matches down. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who burned down Gallifrey. 
I do find it funny though that um that Gallifrey's been destroyed again. Again <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit fucking we are basically gods and we have the technology to rewrite history. My name's Rassilon, everything will bend to my whim. The end of the oh, the end of time itself And then fucking the master shows up with a matchbox and just goes, Fuck you. Davros oh. says it's the end of time itself, but Detonate <laughs> the reality Bomb Oh, actually, no, Rassilon does say the time thing. I, I, I lied. Yeah. Ra- Ra- yeah. D- get it right, Sam. When it's Davros, it's detonate the reality, reality bomb. bomb. When it's Rassilon, it's the end of time itself. You see, Doctor Who's always been bad. Um- <laughs> yes, it has. It really has. It's always been bullshit. We were just too young and stupid. No, I think that's why bad. I like it. I like the controversy. I love how people suddenly care about continuity in Doctor Who, but we'll get to it. <laughs> oh, we'll get to it. Like they're so, they're so. Well, because at least when, well, at least when I started watching it, right? At least in the two thousand and five reboot, mm. it was questionable what was canon, and no one expected me to watch fifty years of previous content. No, and to, then they canonized everything we'd seen before. In the next and Doctor then episode. this season goes ahead and fucks it all to death. No, I I disagree. I don't think it fucks any timeline up, and I'll give my justifications when we get oh, to it. Look, it at least fucks up one timeline. There's an Eighth Doctor story where he's meeting Mary Shelley and talking about... Yeah, there's like a comic series about Mary Shelley being a companion. Co- uh, yeah, but you see, comics don't count. But but the audiobooks do, because... Because the they Doctor... were canonized in the name of the Doctor, yeah. Yeah, not so the, yeah, not the name of the Doctor. What was that one called? Um, the Night of the Doctor. That's it. Mm. Yes, the prelude to the Day of the Doctor or something. I don't remember, man. On the Master, I do like that he's back to shrinking people because that was a bit... <laughs> that that was that was cute because uh, it's not it's not quite like it'd be like if the Daleks hadn't said exterminate for like thirty years mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they finally do, and you're like, ah, oh, it's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> The and master... then he gets shot to death by Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. If you're going to have Doctor Who do wacky shit, of course, get the master shot by Nazis. I know. That's fun. And that's why I had fun with it. And I like how he limped it in at the end. And he's like, you know how fucking shit it was living through all those years? <laughs> you see, those kind of bits throughout this episode I really liked. Um, mm. It's just the mystery payoff. Like of the mystery within the episode, not even the overarching series that um that I didn't yeah. read. Because oh, fucking old mate Steve Jobs giving that speech of just like, oh well, turns out like Cal was right. They're putting microphones into your ha- into your homes to get all your personal information, and we're going to use all that personal information to somehow turn you into a hard drive. I I hate <laughs> what I hate scenes of. Of tech people standing on stage. It reminds me, and it's still the worst one, in the new Jason Bourne movie, where there's a tech... Have you seen it? You haven't seen it? No. No, don't watch it. It's fucking dreadful. Um, (laughs) There's a scene of... um, He's like a Steve Jobs guy, and he gets on stage, Mm. and Jason Bourne's trying to stop him, because this this guy's bad news. And he goes... And I know you're all, it's like a new social media platform, a new piece of tech or whatever. And he ends this, he ends it with going, um, and I know you're all wondering, 
um, what about privacy? And I'm here to tell you, you don't have to worry about your privacy. And the whole auditorium just stands up applauding. It's a round of applause. <laughs> Everyone's on their feet. And I'm sitting in the cinema booing. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Well, do you remember the last uh, the last ad that Rowan Atkinson was in? Um, uh, uh, Johnny English uh, 3. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck we're up to god damn it with that whole thing like the, the whole movie basically boils down to what's the evil genius doing with the internet <laughs> yes it was oh fuck me man i agree like <laughs> uh shall we we're, we're nearly 20 minutes in we've covered two episodes shall we move uh, on <laughs> i feel i feel my spine compressing <laughs> I'm so mad. Uh, you want to? No, but at least the next one. The ne- you burned it down, didn't you? You you ruined it. Was it was Earth all along, you monsters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what Orphan manner of bullshit! This was probably the worst of the season, actually. Oh, I mean, sp- spunky old lady being like, no, we're going to get my husband or I'll beat you with my umbrella. It's pretty <laughs> it good. great. But I wasn't uh, sure what was uh, happening at any point. Rogie chick, I am your mother. No, it's not true. It's impossible. <laughs> it was a little on the nose and, and dumb. You maniacs. <laughs> you Damn maniacs. you. That's it. Damn you all Damn you all to hell. I could not for the life of me come up with that quote. Uh, You're blowing up. (laughs) My exact note here, it was Earth all along, sticky outy tonguey emoji, boo. (laughs) Um, Also, the monster things were trees? No, no, they were people, weren't they? No, I thought they were trees because um, they... Send out oxygen. Um, well, yeah. And suck the, in... Well, they, they breathe like trees. They but... breathe like trees. Yeah, I thought the implication was they evolved from plant life. I thought the implication was they evolved from like heavily mutated humans. But a human I, fucked I, a plant. My brain like very nearly didn't maintain its its chemical integrity trying to watch this show. I felt it leaking out of my ears, <laughs> so maybe I missed something. Because, uh, 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 like, is getting back to nitpicky fucking push my glasses up the bridge of my nose bullshit, the whole thing of, like, um, there's... This is only one possible future, and it can be changed and shit like that. Like, then... How the fuck are we ever meant to keep this timeline straight? And how are there ever meant to be fixed points in, in anyone's future or past? Because at some point that past moment was somebody else's future. If the if the, if there are bits in the past that can't be changed, why can't bits in the future be changed? You're gonna hurt yourself. Hence hence all the brain leaking out my ears. Like, I understand time travel's bullshit, and it's dumb, and that's exactly why other shows don't fuck around with it. Yep. Or if they and when do, they... they just bootstrap Paradox and fucking wipe their cans clean of it. Or they back to the future, it, which is like the standard mm. time travel rules that don't actually work in real time travel theory, but are the most fun 
on screen. Yeah. I mean... Doctor Who's timeline never very worked. Worst. No, I know. And I imagine that the timeline, like the fixed points and stuff, is just like the Doctor's a bit of a human history nerd and just wants those things to, to stay happening. It's just a purely selfish motivation. He's like, but it's my favourite bit in time, so I don't want it to change. Yeah, if you change this, then the, like the Beatles will never be a thing. <laughs> and what would it be like to live in a world like that? Probably a whole lot better piece of media than whatever the fuck we're doing. Hey, look, the moon's an egg! <laughs> <laughs> fuck! No, Cal, it's fine. It laid an, an egg. It laid another egg. What if the Beatles never happened? Is so a Doctor Who episode that should have fucking happened before the best movie of all time did it? The problem with that movie is, I don't remember when we discussed this on the podcast, but Maybe if not. I woke up in a world where the Beatles never existed, I would go, well, shit, and then be able to do nothing about it. Yeah, I might be able to play Octopus's Garden on the recorder. <laughs> I could sing, like, five words of yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so... Ah, so, uh, what's the next bit? <laughs> ah. um, yeah, um, anyway, I don't have much to say on this episode. It's kind of the standard it was bad... Po- it's kind of the bad... All of New it Who reminded- has bad second episodes, though. Yeah, but if we look for patterns in things... That you might as well just go, all seasons are just bad, and just be done with it. <laughs> we'll never be done uh, with like, Doctor Who, Cal. People will always so ask for us done. to talk about it. This this felt a lot like that one with the... Um, the robots? Uh, yeah, the smiley face mm-hmm. robots. Which felt a lot like the Waters of Mars, but bad, but worse than that. Waters of Mars and... was the best take on this story. Waters of Mars was so good. What a good episode. And And they all fell into... Like they all sort of felt like that one where Amy is trying to deal with old Amy as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That and, was a good episode too. And that's the that's the best one of these like bottle on a thing running away from the thing, isolated from each other episodes. St- I don't know, yeah. like yeah. I know what you mean? That's a good episode though. That one. That's another Amy. problem with Doctor Who. It's been going for so bloody long and been run by so many different people that we're always going to compare it to stuff. We've always got a better version of whatever the fuck you've just done. Like, unless you really knock it out of the park, you're going to get booed. Like, oh, this was just that episode, but worse. I think every season has some highlights, though. Every season has an episode where I go, that was excellent. I mean, we are getting to the best episode of this season, like, next, so... Oh, should we should move, move on, on to it? Are you the Nikola Tesla episode. What's it called? Yeah, Nikola it Tesla's Night competent. of Terror? Yeah, it was perfectly adequate. Um, <laughs> that's that's the best I can say. Well, the characterizations were fun. The historical context was fun, and it was kind of silly because they had this giant network in the sky. But I'm like, this is kind of fun. Nikola Tesla mm. uses his old school tech mixed with the TARDIS to like destroy these scorpions that are clearly like close relatives to the Rachnos. Yeah, well, and by close relatives, you mean just a repaint <laughs> of the same costume that they had. <laughs> Um, they're from the sister planet, Clom. Um, um, but yeah, so like, uh, I guess I, I like that Thomas Edison wasn't like just evil, that he was a bit of a bastard, but like, he's a bastard businessman. Yeah. And it's Which is just what he was in real life, apparently. Yeah. But there are other shows that I wouldn't trust not to just go, oh, he's just straight up the bad guy. Yeah. In this episode. 
and Nikola Tesla's secretly an alien fugitive, and that's why he knows all this stuff, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, that would have been this... dumb. It's just, like, yeah. real people in a real situation. Mm. That's what was nice about this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked yeah. that um, <clears throat> there was an episode... No, there's a movie <coughs> that just came out, just is coming out, um, called The Current War, and it's about mm. the war between the various people in the, you know... Benedict Cumberbatch plays Thomas Edison. Nicholas Holt plays... Right. Um, Tesla. Um, okay. Tom Holland's also in it. Uh, okay. So, good cast. Yeah. Yeah. But I, anyway, I don't know what the point of that was. Just Yeah, you seem to bring that up like you were going to say anything about it. <laughs> the, all right. I have one issue with this episode. <clears throat> yeah. And it can be justified, but I it just makes my massive nerd heart go, ah is that the Doctor called a Silurian gun an alien weapon. And technically it's not alien because it's native to Earth, but she might have just been calling it an alien weapon for the sake of those who don't know what the Silurians are, which are all the humans around there. But, I mean, I know this is a new Doctor and we can't assume anything, but the Doctor would be the first person to push their glasses up the fucking bridge of their nose and go, well, Um, actually... Actually, yeah. (laughs) They, they're, they're not aliens. You're, in fact, the the invasive species here. It is an interesting note that Jodie Whittaker's Doctor does care more about what people, like, how people feel than a lot of other Doctors have. Yes, but also she has these, like, weird, like, super alien interactions with people. Yeah, like, it's like she cares. sort of pouring his heart out oh, to yeah, her and she was... just sort of goes, I don't have anything to say to you. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, that was a really weird scene, actually. People didn't like that, but I actually thought it was a quite a good scene because um, the Doctor is an alien. Yeah, but at this point, should know canonically, better. the Doctor has lived on Earth. But you got to remember, Cal, unknown centuries. Every Doctor's Boo, different. every Doctor's different, but I know my past and I know what I'm like and the Doctor does this and they don't do that and they never do this, but they always do that. We have a strict guideline for how the Doctor behaves, except for when they don't and you don't and you didn't and then this happens, so that sort of justifies that. Like, fuck you for even trying the idea straight of what this character is even supposed to be like anymore. Because That's they've why always been... Is- The Doctor used to be just some bum who stole a ship and fucked off and now does cool shit. That was awesome. Now they are some ungodly interdimensional being from the heavens that does all the good things and none of the bad things. Except for all the bad things that they're doing right fucking now. Cows. This won't stand, Sam. So Did you mad. have anything else to say about, about Paul Doctor Nicholas Who? Tesla? No, <laughs> no Dad, going home. We're only you just up to the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, this is the midway point. Oh no! no it no, was no. nice seeing. <laughs> it was nice seeing Captain Jack again. Was that this one? Fuck me. Yeah. Fuck me, they they laid that thread early and then fucking never paid that off. Mm. They paid the threads off. No, they didn't. They did. No, they didn't. Not 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 Jack coming back. No, 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 but 
he wasn't meant to come. We didn't know if he was going to come back or not. No, but all Jack says is, don't do the thing you do in the Mary Shelley episode. Yes. So Jack should have just never been there. Shh. But it might pay <laughs> off in a future episode. We Boo. don't know. <laughs> pay it off this season. Because you, you obviously... <laughs> it was ah. nice seeing Jack again, though. You've got to admit it was and nice seeing John Jack Barrowman. again. I love him. He's a fucking national treasure, but... And he can still play Jack, like, perfectly. Yeah, because all it is and is it was actually... him turned down to, like, one. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's John so Barrowman IRL is just Captain Jack at 11. <laughs> I like that he met the companions, but not the new Doctor. As long as at some point he does get to meet the new Doctor. He won't. Um... Because the show's probably going to get cancelled before then. Have you seen the no, latest it numbers? Won't <laughs> it won't get cancelled because it's being paid for by like five different governments at this point. <laughs> but also, the numbers are pretty bad. <laughs> but the numbers are, have been pretty bad for the last like six years. That doesn't Doctor mean... Who... That's all the more reason to cut this fucking corpse off the end of your rope. Cal, Stop people keep talking down. about those numbers in regards... It's all live television numbers, though. It's for people who watch it live. Yeah, Even I didn't watch I it live. I don't know, man. I, I, I know, that's know. why I'm informing you, Cal, so I you're don't informed think... before okay, you say when, when stupid I, shit When I say that I don't know, I'm saying that I think you don't know either, and you're pulling something <laughs> out of your ass that you might have heard I'm about not. some completely separate statistic. I don't trust that no, you've so... looked this up, like, recently. No, so the statistics, though, that people keep citing about the viewership of Doctor Who going down refer only to live television, because that's the only publicly released metric that I'm aware of. Things like BBC iPlayer and international viewership isn't recorded in those statistics. So if the BBC still sells it overseas, they're still going to make it. And the ABC and BBC America aren't going to stop buying it anytime soon. I don't think it would... Uh, throwing the numbers completely to one side, I think it's totally reasonable to say that Doctor Who uh, has been doing worse since probably Capaldi started. And Um, and has been consistently doing worse and worse. And probably got a spike around Jodie Whittaker's first season. And now it's back No, there was a... There was... There was a dip in Jodie Whittaker's season and I think more people liked this season than the last season. What the fuck? How... How can people be so fucked? There's I, no excuse. I, I, I understand. People miss the season arcs. That's why a lot of people didn't like that last season and why a lot of people like this season. But the season arcs were all bad. <laughs> I, they were all I, I bad. The best one was the, I don't think was they the were whole all River bad. Song reveal. That oh, was the, the best one. Was... And it was dumb. The River Song reveal was dumb. Yeah. Super dumb. Um, the show's bad. The best season arc was... The President Saxon one, probably. That wasn't an arc. That no, was it was eight just a, like, Easter egg. standalone episodes, all containing one hint. But people and then a two-part like, finale. People like, it contained a hint, therefore it is an arc. Meh. Boo. Boo, you people. <laughs> Get off of my internet. Anyway, we should... Internet, we should keep... Um, so, we haven't really covered anything that happened in the Jadoon episode. So... All these characters they set up in this small town that all had their own little quirky interactions was sort of fun, a little bit subpar in the performances, I think. And then... Sure. And then 
the reveal that Ruth is an older version of the Doctor than we've ever seen before. And then she yeah. turns up and, and behaves in this, like, morally grey, I'll, I'll use violence if I have to, sort of interesting way, like, really old school Doctor sort of way, was yeah. awesome. Which yep. just highlighted how boring Jodie Whittaker's uh, Doctor was this whole season. My, again, not because Jodie Whittaker's bad, but because, because she, had she just nothing was reacting to, do. to things. Because she had nothing yeah. to do of her own. Yeah. And that's probably, yeah, she did stuff, but as much as I like having a lot of companions, it worked in Old Who because they had a lot of time mm. to cover. Like it was, you know, and one story was six 30-minute parts, you know? Mm. So you can have three companions because there's a lot to cover. But I almost wonder if, because there's talk that Graham's leaving because he, the, um, yeah. what the, what's the actor's name? Yeah, I, I, Bradley Walsh. Bradley Walsh, that's it. He's got a leading role on another show. Cool. Um, so he might be leaving, and they'll probably have Ryan leave as a consequence of that. If it's just Yaz and the Doctor, like, travelling in the TARDIS, I think that could be cool. That's fine, but Yaz also has had nothing to do for a long time. Um, not since the, true. Not since that episode about um, dividing India from Pakistan. That was a great episode. Great that's episode. That's why I like those... Indi- those individual episodes in the last season were about character, and the reason this season, because they focused a lot more on plot and story, which isn't a bad thing. It is. It just it's your plot that, and story is the fucking finale of this season. <laughs> well, no, it's not though. But it means you lose time with your characters when you have so many. Yeah. Um, and I think that was just the downside. Yeah. Uh, I really liked Ruth's Doctor though. She was great. I kind of wish she was the Doctor. I kind of wish she was our... Yeah. I'd watch more of... I'd watch more of Ruth as the Doctor, absolutely. Her get-up was great. Her console room was great. Because what you want is old-school, morally grey, interesting Doctor. Like, even when it's Matt Smith and he's bloody... And then! Let someone else try first. Even, Even when he's that, you know, it's still a little... It's boring in the sense that you feel like there's no stakes or that you know that the Doctor's going to behave in a certain way because he has a strict moral code. He's a he's a paladin character who always takes the good option. And the, the most interesting thing you can do with that Doctor is put him in a situation where there is no good alternative. And then he just waves the sonic screwdriver around and makes another one, you know. And that, that becomes boring. What you want yeah. is like, shit, the Doctor like should kill all the Daleks. They, they just should. That is the morally right thing to do. It goes against their code, but that's what the Doctor should do. And then doesn't. Yeah. Or like... And Rose Tyler does it instead. <laughs> but, like, that was an interesting bit of character tension that was derived from the characters, like... Uh, like... <sighs> and that's, again, that's the, that's the biggest downside of this season is it's the Doctor reacting to things instead of driving... Action and character. But it's a deep-seated problem in all of New Who, pretty much from when they decided that David Tennant was going to play a god rather than a normal person. Like, midway through Tennant's arc is when this shit started to happen more and more. It peaked in, in like, early Matt Smith and was, like, interesting at that peak and then has just become ridiculous as the show went on. Well, I, I do like that about Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, though, is she does seem like just a person who's floundering around the universe. Yeah. Um, 
but she's just in this season she wasn't given any action to take. That's why I thought she was great in the last season. Yeah. She drove character and action, and that what didn't happen so much in this season. Mm. Or at um, least, if she's going to take a back seat, it's because she's taking a back seat to the emotional journey that Graham and Ryan are going through. Yeah, and that, yeah that's exactly. the story they wanted to tell. And to the point where, when we see Graham giving the speech at the funeral, I am genuinely fucking bawling because it's so, it's been earned so hard. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, I, I think that. Because this episode, getting back to Fugitive of the Jadoon, nothing happened because it was all a big, like, setup for the finale. It was Iron Man 2. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and Iron Man 2 is bad. I don't mind that so much in a TV show. And I feel like, because um, as with the cliffhanger we got, I feel like... Um, we're going to um, have um, more more reveals of what's going on with all this, and like this is going to be next season's arc. I I really hope not, because this was a bad I'm... direction to take the show. I think, but honestly, I don't entirely agree. I think it is at least new and interesting because I was during this season. I was like, I was a little bit like what are we seeing that's new? And it was nothing. And then the Ruth thing happened. I'm like, oh, that's new. But new isn't necessarily good. No, it's not. But um, I thought Ruth was good. Yes, but... I only have one minor issue with Ruth, and it's the fact that her her TARDIS was also a police box. Yeah, which is dumb. That shouldn't have been the case. Because the that... first Doctor... Yeah. One got stuck on that in his Oh, but first the episode. TARDIS was reading his mind about when it happened in a previous... <laughs> There's bullshit that you can come up with to make this work, and it's like, I, I don't, I don't want to hear it, because all this is, is fanservice-y retcon bullshit. Like, either Except... respect your fucking intellectual property, or get the fuck off my television, please. <laughs> Except, Cal, uh, Doctor Who's never had consistent canon. It's one of the worst shows for canon. Yes, but at least some people respect its history and respect what they're working with, oh, and they don't just boo, erase Cal. a bunch of bullshit. It's not all of them. In fact, it's a very, very few of them. But Nothing has been erased. Nothing's been erased. Yes, it has. What? Nothing's been erased. Yes, it has. There, there, Everything there is, that happened in Doctor Who still happened in Doctor Who. There is swaths of content from at least the audiobooks that are, that have genuinely been erased. There is history and based always on have it, been, <sighs> and always have been by Doctor Who constantly. Sure, there's just there's plenty of shit here that because because of the retcon, it recontextualizes everything that we've seen before into new who it, it it's again taking this character from someone who went on a journey and has become this ultimately good person from this morally gray person it's taking all that and saying no they were always good they were always like there was never any character development for this character ever so fuck you who did that from the get-go though it's like this is the quintessential time lord because this quintessential time lord won the time war but last, we saw Christopher the last Eccleston, time Lord. like struggle with being the last one left, and and mm-hmm. 
and we saw David Tennant let the power go to his head. All those characters had flaws, and admittedly, Jodie Whittaker hasn't had enough time to just you know to really flesh herself out as a character because she spent two seasons in the back seat. What the fuck are you doing, Chibnall? You have a show called Doctor Who. I don't. <laughs> Why are you not doing anything with the Doctor? It's almost always been a reflection of the Doctor from the point of view of the companions, though. Well, not so much in old Who, but in new Who, yes. Mm, uh, yeah. The first episode's literally called Rose. Well, yeah, yeah, for Rose definitely, because the whole point is that we're reintroducing this 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 character in this universe to you, so we need our mm-hmm. point of view character that you know you are going to uh, be able to relate with uh, relate to. To yeah, to be an analog for you, the every. Cal, person. let me pit, let me pitch you a bit of canon that's that's uh, that's dumb. Yeah, go on. Uh, Doctor's half human. Yes, but that was the Americans. I expect <laughs> that from the Americans. Except, except it, they just retconned it like it doesn't exist. So fine, whatever. Yeah, but it was also a Let's... one-off. Okay, it was mentioned twice in the movie. And was a major plot point. It was not oh. a major plot point. No, it wasn't. No, but they made a point of the fact that he couldn't open the Eye of Harmony because he's only half human. What was that? No, no, the master was couldn't that open movie? the Eye of Harmony. He needed the other guy to do it for him because the Eye yeah, of yeah, Harmony yeah. could but only then be done by him. He was like, "Yes, yeah," for some reason. But the because... doctor also couldn't do it because he's only half human. He does say that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't hate it. the TV movie. The TV movie dumb. was totally fine, but it was working off this whole story arc that the Americans wanted to take and like to do the show with. And then when that movie Cal, didn't do was, very well, it was made by British people in America. It wasn't quite the Americans. Look, I, I'm happy to chalk up all the bad shit in that movie to the Americans and claim all the good shit to the, you know, to anybody else. Um, <laughs> but look, wow, America's just a bit. You make shit things, America. Um, but anyway. Um, I mean, Cal, they don't, though. No, they they, but they do when you live in my head where everything bad is made by Americans, including the shit that Except was made by British people. All your like favourite things were made by Americans? Incorrect. All right. Avatar <laughs> no, The Last Airbender. Daria. Yeah, they're Legend two pretty good things. Two pretty yeah, good I like things. Them. All right. I like those things. They're pretty good. <laughs> They're fine. Uh, They're no, all right. Moving on. So, uh, Son so... of a bitch. <laughs> so Praxius, right? Um, oh, this was the plastic one. Yeah, a little bit dumb, but at least it followed on from uh, Planet A little bit contrived, episode. but I liked... Yeah, I kind of I liked it. It felt like a thematic continuation. Jodie Whittaker had stuff to do in this episode. But so did the other companions. They ba- it, it was well balanced. It felt a little like, um, uh, like, uh, what's the, what, what am I trying to say? It felt a little like Waters of Mars and 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 um, uh, forty two and like you know the the people are slowly yeah. There's stuff in the water. Thing. No, there's stuff in the plastic. Yeah, yeah, and like it was it was fine. The environmental message is fine, and like. Again, like Monster of the Week levels, like sort of, it's it's just a C plus sort of okay episode. Like, I I, I quite enjoyed it overall. Historical... I liked I liked the birds um, going crazy. It felt that felt like an intentional homage to the birds. Yeah. Um, 
I think the only reason this suffered was it came immediately after a huge, like the return of Captain Jack and the reveal that there's a doctor we didn't know about. Yeah, it sort of feels like that episode should have happened way later in the in the season, so that way it led into the finale. Yeah, it almost feels like it should have happened just before that um, episode with the Lone Cyberman. Yeah, yeah. Who we'll get to in a minute, but the Lone Cyberman had a sick design anyway. Yeah, we'll get yeah, to I guess, it. yeah. We'll get to it. Um, so yeah, this episode was pretty good, I enjoyed it. Um, mm. There's not really any negatives to talk about in it. It's just, it's pretty good. I like the jumping over the world to the different places. Like, they go to Madagascar and... Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it was... And there's, like, a blogger. There's an astronaut. Like, there's a lot going on and it's kind of... It actually is a mystery that has a kind of fun resolution. It's the sort of episode that All the pieces would... kind of come together well. I would have more to say on it if Gay the rest people of the were season... In it. That's always yeah. nice to see. Sure. Um, the... Like, it, it would be the sort of episode that I'd have more to say on if it happened in a good season. Like, I would have paid more attention right. if I thought it mattered. <laughs> like, if I thought that I was going, that yeah, I was enjoying right. the rest of the season, you know? Like, this probably, as a standalone, is she, probably She mentions fine. a talking cat. I reckon that's going to come back. Boom. What? A talking cat. That's probably just a reference to when the master was a cat or when they were trapped in the car with cat people, played by Ardlo Hanlon. Um... Anyway. Yep. <laughs> Gridlock? I think it was Gridlock. Season 2. Anyway. Um, yeah, again, like, SS, fine. I don't have anything to really say. I quite like the next episode, though. Can you hear me? I can't tell you anything about the plot, but I really liked how they wrapped up the episode with, like, um, coming and, like, talking about your problems. And the, the, the people who had needed different levels of encouragement were, like, Graham didn't yeah. need any at all, but... Ryan's mate really needed someone to, yeah, to push him. Yeah, to push him. And the the bit with, like, we got some really nice insights into the character. The bit where Yaz goes back to the cop that made her bec- want to become a police oh, officer. Absolutely fucking got me right in the heartstrings. This episode did it. And it was also somewhat horrifying because he had the weird creepy dude and then suddenly his fingers come off and fly at you. <laughs> And also, like a thing that uh, you know feeds off your off your fear, and and something that is sort of like ancient and godly is an interesting thing to have in the Doctor Who universe. It's a bit annoying that it's straight up fucking magical. Um, uh, but science is just a magic we don't understand yet. Science, mag- the other way around. Remember <laughs> when the Doctor met Satan? Like, yes. the literal, like, actual fucking Satan. And there was this yep. whole, like, yeah, but that's not real, though. Like, I guess this is just something with a psychic power, because psychic powers are a real thing in Doctor Who, that can that has been trapped here and become really powerful and now is sending out these things, so that way even species on far-off planets understand this concept of the devil. Like, they went to a yeah. long... They went through a long process of explaining how this thing could potentially be a real scientifically explained creature within the universe. And then this one's like, I'm the dream god! Blah! Eat my magic fingers! Yeah. I, it's not necessarily I, I a didn't. problem, but it's just... I think it had weird. about as much explanation as the Satan did. Yeah. They didn't really no. give any information. They didn't really give... They're like, this was trapped here by an ancient civilization. Maybe he's, you know, maybe he's feeding into everyone's fear of a devil. Like, you know, it's as, it's as yeah. magical as 
anything else is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The only bit of this episode I didn't like where was Jodie Whittaker force-pulled her sonic screwdriver into her hand. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't. I... She had her hands trapped above her and she flicked the sonic screwdriver out of her pocket up into her hand. What? I can't believe you don't remember it. It looks so silly. Uh, I was probably just not even watching at that point. <laughs> I was probably doing something else. Oh, man. Because that That's a good episode, really though, pisses overall. me off when they do that. Because like, did Chibnall write Hollow Earth, like the last Silurian thing? I uh, think for some reason that's in my head. I think he did write the last Silurian episode. Yeah, yeah where, where like the Doctor holds up a fucking stone door by pointing the screwdriver at it. That wasn't the Silurian one. That was the oh, Rings that of was, Akatar. That was the Rings of Akatar. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that- no. All right. He, no, but he blows up all their guns with the sonic screwdriver, which is slightly more in keeping with what it can do. I was going to say, that's that's fine. Uh, I don't know why he doesn't do that more often, but it also makes sense with what the sonic screwdriver is. I yeah. mean, back in the day, it was literally just a screwdriver, but... Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I love that the, the writers of the Fifth Doctor were like, the sonic screwdriver's too powerful, let's destroy it. Mm. <laughs> when... When it was literally just a screwdriver. Yeah. And now it's a magic wand. Mm. Well, I don't know, it's fine. It's part of the character now. Whatever. Yeah, I, like, I, I think it's... It's like when there was a bit of a, a meme or, like, a, a trope where the Doctor would land, he'd walk through a doorway, that doorway would shut and deadbolt lock behind him and then the entire planet from behind that door onwards exploded. So, like, you made sure yeah. that there was no way he was getting back to the TARDIS for this story. Yeah. And then they sort of fucked that up with the whole, like, oh, my doctor can summon the TARDIS with a snap of his fingers. <laughs> and, like, and like being able to call the TARDIS to the doctor became becomes, like, a power that was the in old who. has. That was in Old Who, too, though. The, the second doctor got a remote control for mm-hmm. his TARDIS in a two-part do- doctor story with the sixth doctor, and then it never comes up again. And it I'm like, makes, that exists? It makes total sense for the Doctor to have one of these things. If it's a fucking time machine, of course it should have a remote control. And that remote control should just yep. be the sonic screwdriver at this point. I have no problem with that. Yep. I think it, the but Doctor it has used it before, right? It destroys so many stories, though. Like, how many episodes yeah, of David Tennant's era would have just been completely, like, fucking just ruined if the Doctor could just go, there's my TARDIS. Well, um, yep. Lots of episodes. Mm. Lots of episodes of all Doctor Who, actually. Mm. Although they, they tend to do the TARDIS gets stuck more, like, less. It's more like, how's the Doctor going to solve this problem? The TARDIS won't help. Yeah, there's a few Although of the those, 11th hour is still... Oh, the, these, like, natives came and picked up the TARDIS and threw it off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, that happens on occasion. <laughs> well, it is why the 11th hour is one of my favourite Doctor Who stories still. Yes. The TARDIS yeah. literally explodes. The sonic screwdriver literally explodes, like throughout the episode, and then it's like the Doctor's like, "All right, I got like, I got like an hour. No TARDIS, no sonic <laughs> screwdriver, no plan." And then cool. I, he Let's just makes this some work. Few, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah work and it then out. he pulls some fucking Deus Ex Machina jargon bullshit Poor out of shit. his ass. But at but least it's, it's he a... then goes, "Oi, oi, oi! No, get back here! I have a badass speech to say in your face." Like the eleventh hour was good. Because it was getting to that peak interesting point of, like, a powerful Doctor. It might still be the best first 
episode for a doctor. It's definitely a good episode to start people off on. When you compare it to, like, Capaldi's fucking dinosaur in London. Or oh. whatever the hell that episode was called. Or even even Jodie Whittaker's one with the Tooth Man and, and stuff was just not good. The, the Jodie Whittaker's one was wasn't a very better good than episode. Capaldi's. Oh, yeah, but if yeah. stabbing the eye of your dick with another burnt dick on the end of a stick made of shit and other burnt dicks is better than the fucking... <laughs> Deep breath. <laughs> well, because they were like, this is going to be a dark doctor. They made the exact mistake they made with um, the sixth doctor. Yeah. Which is so um, The irony was... Let's dress this man in a rainbow coat and make him a prick. Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. At least they dress Capelli accurately. But that's why Capelli never found his footing. The irony is Matt Smith's doctor was darker. He was fun and flamboyant, but that was a cover for how how powerful he was. Because the contrast in the things that he does and the things that he's experiencing, it makes it more interesting. Like, yeah, if it was the same as Sylvester McCoy, though. Yes, exactly. Sylvester McCoy was originally meant to be a silly doctor, but by his second season. You know, he's wearing the thing, he's got the question mark umbrella and vest, he's kind of silly, he's doing magic tricks, and then he blows up Scaro and all the Daleks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just mass genocide. He, he turns up, uh, taps uh, bloody this new master on the wrong shoulder, sneakily takes his fucking matches and uses them to burn down Scaro, and then pops back and <laughs> put pockets them back in his pocket, clicks his heels then and fucking... Plays the, <laughs> plays the spoons on his knees. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester McCoy was a proper bastard and it was awesome so it was a he's a great doctor and here's some great stories a really underrated era especially since that was the era where it stopped and I love I love that his doctor regenerates because he's gunned down in an alley <laughs> but <laughs> oh man and look I I I can't help but just be more angry at the irony that, like, Doctor Who was getting good when it was cancelled the first time. And now it's so bad. And has been bad for a long time. I'm worried it's going to happen again. But it's again. not going to get cancelled. It's going to start getting good. No, I worry it's going to start getting get good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because oh, it'll fucking happen to... Doctor Who, this season still wasn't as bad as the worst of Capaldi. Oh, no, no. Mm, no. Yeah, no. No, it wasn't that bad. I was gonna say bad, I still but... think the ending the ending of this was still better than Clara's now immortal and flying in a TARDIS for all of a <laughs> another eternal. But at least, right, at least <laughs> yeah. at least that doesn't fucking ruin all the things that the Time Lords are. At least that doesn't just take everything we know about the universe and go, Oi, hey, kid, you want some information about how, what the, the origins of the Doctor is? Hey, yeah, you want to know all this shit? Turns out it's fucking nothing. There are big revealers, it's nothing. You, you fucking idiot. Get out of here. Like, I'm going to justify why I like uh, the reveal yeah. later. But we, I was gonna say, we have we like two talk episodes about to the... talk about before we get to it. So let's just, get not, let's just knock them out. We're already <laughs> um, at the hour mark. Come on, we need to... <laughs> The Haunting of Villa Diodati. I quite like this episode, actually. I thought, like, with the exception of... So, the artificial intelligence was a Cyberman artificial yes. intelligence that the Cyberman couldn't access. Not wirelessly, for some reason, no. Okay. But well, but also... I did like he, this episode. He didn't get mm. chosen, I think because 
he wasn't the mo- he wasn't the best choice at the time. Like, like, right. I, sorry, I mean, yeah, like the the lone Cyberman was like, the, I, yeah, I think the idea is that the Cyber Hive Mind, whatever it was called, didn't 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 trust yep. that he was going to get the job done. That it was better off laying yep. dormant in a human until the humans eventually became Cybermen again. Than it than it was. Yeah, right. Oh, that's an interesting to idea. Him. But again, head cannon retconning something that isn't good to make it good, so it doesn't count. I actually like this episode. I thought it was interesting. I like the Frankenstein references. I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, uh, I like that there was a perception filter. There are actually some decent episodes in this. There's season. some good gadgets um, that the Doctor. Upon looking back through mm. the list, there's some good like sci-fi concepts that the Doctor hasn't really come back to all that much. It was good to see the psychic paper in this. It was nice to see that come mm. back. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was nice to see that. It was nice to see them just rocking up at a place and doing a mm. thing. It was a little bit weird um, to see the doctor going, oh, this important moment in history, I'm just going to like bring my friends and go and watch. The doctor's the, done. The, David Tennant oh, did the, that a the lot The doctor too. does that a lot, but he doesn't often bring his friends. No, he does. He did that with Shakespeare, yeah. remember? Yeah. He's like, we're just gonna go watch, but they just and then to go and meet something's him, up, and he's like, they? it oh. wasn't meant to be like, let's let's go watch Shakespeare do an important thing. Let's go like help him write Romeo and Juliet. Was no. that it? And then it was, they, it was, I think they just wanted to go to the Shakespeare Theater, and then there was all the witches and shit. No, 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 because the Doctor got tipped off when they announced that there was going to be a Lave Lovers Lost or whatever. There was going to be a follow up play to it, and the Doctor was like, wait a second, that's not right. Mm. I don't know. And he's like, we should go- just go. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, let's go. Let's go meet Willy yeah. Boy. I don't know. It was um, just, it was just a little bit funny. So to yeah, like, I did. Oh, there's mind. important moments in time and history that we shouldn't mess with. Let's go see Mary Shelley, and she's gonna write Frankenstein. <laughs> Not like a couple of weeks <laughs> later when she's got a first draft and she wants to bounce it off some randoms. Like the day <laughs> that she came up with the idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. at least when the 8th Doctor did it, yeah. it happened by accident. He was dying over and over again in a time loop in her front yard <laughs> and kept getting struck by lightning. <laughs> oh, really? I like that. Yeah. But also, that, here's that's the thing. That's what gave her the... Yeah. Mm. That can also have happened. No. Why not? No, it can't. Because after Gee, that, the Doctor goes would... and, like, takes her on journeys and shit and then brings back and brings her back. And it happened on the same and night that this back. happened. It was the same night, was it? Maybe yeah, it happened note. just before this because she adjusts to all that stuff pretty well. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? The thing it is... doesn't matter. Doctor I thought Who it was fine. Crisscrosses its timeline all the time. Um, I just wanted to say, I really yeah. like the Cyberman design. I thought... I... <sighs> the lone Cyberman looked cool. And actually kind okay, of like, spooky, cause... unlike the Cybermen have been lately. Yeah, that's very true. Um, a bit more, yeah, undead and yeah, a bit more like, Borg, sort actually. of like, yeah, <laughs> well, and a bit like, um, like in the last time we saw the Cybermen on the on the very long ship falling into a black hole, um, like seeing those people, um, get like their the sock put over their face, yeah, and the respirator put on, and slowly becoming the Cybermen, encouraging that it's this like weird body horror thing. Yeah, was that was the last time they were as scary as, yeah. as this? That episode didn't end well, but yeah, mm. and we're sort of getting to the point where I can't quite untangle him 
from the finale. So maybe we should move on. Yeah, sure. This was a decent episode that I enjoyed and cool, cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, this might be the third okay episode. <laughs> In the I think I think they're better than okay. It's thirty percent but... okay. Jeez. Yeah, look, they might be, but they're, they're so covered in shit from being surrounded by shit. Um, I think, yeah, the next one, Ascension the Ascension of the, of the Cybermen. Uh, they arrive to, like, at the location to stop the thing, and I'm like, this is all fine, except, so I have two issues with this opening part of the scene. One, the doctor's yep. like, we can't make it back to the TARDIS, and this is just a writing thing, but I'm like, okay, but why? You can make it to those yeah. ships, but not to the TARDIS. Why'd you park so far away? But whatever. Um, second yeah. thing is the yeah, flying just... Cybermen heads look fucking dumb. They did look dumb, and they sort of implied a little more that they were just robots by this point. Yeah, they no were human brain in there. They were drones, but I'm like, give them a different yeah. design. Then make them drones. Yeah, make them like the Cybermites or whatever. Yeah, like the they've cy- had drones before. Yeah, that didn't look um, like them. That just didn't fly. Yeah, and and I'm okay with it, like, just repurposing old parts or even heavily sure. damaged Cybermen or I was whatever. Actually, but... that's not a bad explanation. Like, again, it's headcanon, mm. but... Like, these are just what's left of a few. Yeah, well, because it's just him and two, like, of the Cybus industry-style Cybermen. Mm. Yeah. Um, I did really like the new Cybermen designs, though. Yeah, yeah. What the, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Are you talking about the Time Lord? No, no, no. I'm talking about the other ones that were more like the old era. Okay, good. The Time Lord ones, though, seeing a Cyberman regenerate made me a little bit uneasy. Well, because that is a good explanation for where the, like, Neil Gaiman crazy ones come from. Where yeah. they're constantly adapting and changing. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, man. Like, if they've got unlimited regenerations and the ones that survive are the ones that can survive, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found like, it interesting... just keep regenerating until they're in their perfect form. Yeah, yeah. I found it interesting that the Cybermen, uh, that they were like, let's get rid of organic parts. Let's embrace the machine entirely. Um, mm. I found that interesting because the lone Cyberman was clearly let down by his organic parts. Yeah, but... But also, I totally agree with the master there. Oh, robots? That's it? Come on. I know, but that's why it worked for me. Because like, the master's like, yeah. that's boring and dumb. Yeah, it really does emphasise that these are... That evil in the Doctor Who universe is multiple things. Yeah, and like, there's... Well, and like... Uh, what did you feel, though, about the master just shrinking the lone Cyberman in the end? This, like, major uh, villain Completely the making the, like... like, last four episodes of him setting him up as a villain completely fucking redundant to the point where he could have been replaced by the master with a literal fucking hand grenade. <laughs> ah! If the master just had have turned up into every room that the lone Cyberman did and said, if you don't do exactly what the plot demands of me, I'll pull this fucking pin out right now, it would have had functionally the same effect in the story. Possibly. But yeah. Um... Also, he has a reality bomb in his chest. No, no. An organic matter reality bomb. And he had an organic bomb in his chest. And I, an arguably like more highly tuned and specialized version of Davros's reality bomb in his chest. Well, that's probably where he got the tech from. Ah. Look, 
I don't hate it because the reality bomb is a thing. Yes, the but re- the reality, reality bomb, bomb must have been worked on. Stupid. Like, because the Daleks would fuck with time to make that. The Daleks could have had at least, like, centuries to come up with that shit. Millennia. But the particle didn't destroy all of the universe. It hit, like, a planet at a time. So they were going to have to go to the pl- each planet and activate it. Yeah, okay, so it's not quite Because activate as bad as the at the end bomb. to destroy... The reality bomb was one bomb that was going to destroy everything. That is a straight thing. away. Yeah, <laughs> that is a thing, including itself. And that's dumb. <laughs> including itself, I assume. Probably itself first. Oh, it really doesn't make any sense for else. it to destroy everything else and then itself. I don't know, but I guess that is how bombs work. They destroy themselves first. So fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The right, explosion on, yeah. doesn't ripple out and then come back. And make it <laughs> destroy the shell. Uh, uh, but yeah, they completely ruined this character because, right, with all these flashbacks to this, like this Irish bloke uh, falling off the cliff and not coming. But I thought that was going to be his origin story. I thought that too. Because, right, when it turns out, surprise, surprise, it's the fucking Doctor's origin story, but reframed to fit like- into modern, into you know semi-modern Britain. Perception filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, but all it does then is go, well, who was having these flashes? Like, because before it was just, this is context for the audience. But if it's happening to the Doctor, it sort of implies that the Doctor's remembering this stuff. And then that's, that's like, established as true when the Master says, these flashes you've been having are actually perception-filtered memories of Tectayun. Yeah, I would chalk them... I would chalk them up to dreams, though. It's like you yeah, but we will don't have a dream and don't like, assume it's a memory. But we have the doctor, like we don't have the doctor, like falling asleep and having a dream, or like remembering any. We don't go the doctor, the memory back to the doctor. We don't establish that the doctor's having this memory. It just seems like a flashback to give the audience context. But then it's established that the doctor was having those memories because the master says so. But like. Oh. I liked that it made the Time Lords assholes again. Yes, but it also makes the Time Lords not even really a thing. It, like, it makes the Time Lords... Or, like, it, there's a few dumb things in this whole explanation, right, of, of Tektoyun and, 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 and her relationship with yeah. the, the Doctor. Um, one person doesn't invent, time, doesn't invent space travel... For one, one person doesn't just make a spaceship and fuck off into space. It's not like the Wright brothers inventing a plane; like it's just not done. But no, but we, we can assume that we 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 don't know that they like it's flashes again. I don't assume that there's not also someone, um, like she didn't have a team; she just flew on her own. But or Gallifrey has minimal space travel. Okay, but so the master also went. I found something that makes it worth burning down all of Gallifrey. I wanted to do it anyway, but this on its own is good enough to burn down Gallifrey. That thing is that you are from another dimension and everyone else is just sort of genetically engineered semi-clones of you. So the reason I burned down Gallifrey is because I am partly you. It has literally nothing to do with Gallifrey. I didn't read it. uh, Why else would he be angry about that? Because the Time Lords stole what they have. The Time Lords have always been a metaphor for elitism, right? That's yeah. Always, 
always what they are. There are episodes of Classic Who where the Doctor goes to Gallifrey and you see the Citadel. Obviously, it looks like just a bunch of grey rooms, but Hmm. um, you see the Citadel, you see all the Time Wars, they're all fancy. And then you see outside the Citadel and it's like a desert and there are people living there with, like, they don't have two hearts, they've got Hmm. minimal... um, Speaking of... The two hearts thing is a retcon because there's a first Doctor story where they say he's only got yeah, one heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, canon doesn't matter. It never has. But it, that doesn't mean it shouldn't matter now. What? Sure, but because if I it, don't because think if canon doesn't matter, then canon. we might as well be watching the old adventures of Gumby, where he just like where nothing happened, like nothing matters from episode to episode. You know it to be I, true, this... Sam. Don't just be like, oh, canon never really existed anyway. No, so I guess right. I can just but watch actually... a bunch of colourful shapes on the screen and not expect a story this... or anything with a continuation. This solves a 40-year-old mystery. It doesn't from the episode solve the... a mystery. It just says, oh, that mystery yes. came from another fucking dimension. No, 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 This, this mystery is literally the, the so mystery... unsolvable that it's outside the bounds of our universe. That was what they... Do you know what mystery I'm even referring to? No, go on. <laughs> Uh, have you ever seen the episode Brain of Morbius? Yeah, yeah, with all the bunch of different faces and stuff. Yeah, yeah so that episode yeah. straight up is like, these are other faces of other Doctors that came before the first Doctor. Yeah. Um, and they never address it again and pretend like it's not a thing. Yeah, but this the, canonizes that. The Doctor is also not confused by any of those faces. But the Doctor doesn't straight up see the faces. The faces are appearing to the other person. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that is right. Yeah, I think so. Because um, it's like you're projecting. So he could be subconsciously projecting faces because it's only his memory. Like, Yeah, I don't remember what the what that machine was actually meant to be showing. It was like a mind battle, I think. Yeah, so the Doctor could have been lying telepathically. I mean, at least, like, this is an... Ex- like, this is... A- this is a fine explanation for that. The problem with it is that it tells you that we're going to find out who the Doctor is, why they're special, and what's interest. Like, like this is going to answer a bunch of questions. And then, that, the answer to that question is, it came from another universe and you we don't know what it was. So the answer except, is, we don't know. Except if we can't... Like, you can constantly bring up these new and add additional things to canon that don't wreck on it. Because we didn't even know the Doctor was... We didn't know the Doctor was... Uh, called a Time Lord. Um, we didn't know that the Doctor had 12 that's, regenerations. Those were all retcons. Not, that's not the... I'm not talking about it, the fact that it's a retcon as a problem, or even, like, just solving a mystery. What I'm saying is, when the Doctor says, I'm a Time Lord from Gallifrey, that's answering the question, what's his alien species called, and what planet are they yeah. from? When the question is... Why is the Doctor special, and who are they really? And the answer is, uh, they're a, they're an orphan who fell through from an alternate universe, and and had all these magical powers. So, so the answer to the question is, we don't know, and we don't know. They they came to us from nowhere, so we don't know where they're from or why they're special. And they're special, because we don't know why because we didn't know anything about them before they came in there. And now so, we have another mystery. No, I, it's not I another mystery. That. It's the same mystery, Sam. J.J. Abrams yeah, opened up the mystery box and it's the same mystery box. That's what happened. And we're all supposed it, to go, ooh, is... a new mystery box that looks exactly the same. Has, yeah. the, 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 the mystery but box I... hatched into a mystery dragon that then laid another mystery egg box. 
and became I the moon. The metaphor. Yeah, I get it. I get. I'm gonna start throwing milk crates around. <laughs> that's that's fine. I'm not there. <sighs> be, you're the only one who'll be affected by your milk crate tossing. I'm so mad, Sam. And anyone who so says mad, that's a satisfying Sam, mystery, I'm regular. Sam. I want to throat kick you. <laughs> oh, stiff. Um. I honestly like it's not. It it all depends how it's played out over the next, you know, stories, right? Like, we've only got a single piece of the puzzle. I like that the Time Lords are assholes again. I like the the metaphor for the elitism. They literally stole the wealth they have, I, right? Okay. The, um, so... And lorded it over others. All right. Addressing that original point, as you like that the Time Lords are assholes yeah. again, when were the Time Lords not assholes? Yeah. When they were dead? Uh... During Moffat's era, well, when they were dead, it was like, well, the it was magical Gallifrey, you know. Well, it the, was something. The, the, the flowers like yeah, silver. Yeah, because it was his home. He loves his home. That's normal. Yes, the ti- that has nothing to do with the Time Lords. The Time Lords were always assholes. When the, the only time we've seen them knew who they were, Timothy Dalton going the end of time itself. <laughs> no, you're forgetting the fiftieth where they saved them. The, the, in in which what? Oh, oh, sorry. In... The 50th anniversary. Day of the Doctor. Yeah, but even then, they are just dying. They don't have much time to be assholes while they're dying. Yeah. And and then in uh, bloody... Um, in Heaven Sent and Hell Bent, Rassilon's just a little The Doctor's bitch. an asshole. <laughs> he is a little... Oh, I hate yes. those episodes so much. You know why you hate them? Because Ugh. they retcon things. They retcon that fucking Rassilon was ever anything but an awesome fucking conniving mastermind from beyond the grave who could end time itself with his infinity gauntlet. Rassilon was badass. Yeah. And then they fuck him. That was the problem. He could be a badass genetically engineered person. I always no, assumed it, that it, Time Lords were genetically uh, engineered. They, they were, by Rassilon. He sent the regeneration nanogenes back through time to establish that every planet that's going to develop sentient life evolves into bipedal, like, humanoid-looking sentient life to encourage the development of Time Lords. Rassilon did that. Until he fucking didn't. Until Hellbent and Heaven Sent decided he's a little bitch who can fuck off and go and get smacked on the bottom with a spoon. And then they fuck him again (laughs) by making him no one. But that can still... That can still happen, It didn't happen, Sam. None of that happened. It did, it though. Didn't, because Tectorion did, did because it. All, no, because all this changed was how the Time Lords got their regenerative ability. Mm. Prior to that, Rassilon can still have influenced the entire universe from the future. And Rassilon was probably Tectorion, if you really fucking wanted him to be, but we haven't established any of that. All we've established is that every character you thought was cool doesn't matter, because Tectorion did it first. And all the things you thought you knew about regeneration doesn't matter because they all come from another universe. But I've never assumed that the Rassilon was the first Time Lord to use regeneration. It's still like... My problem with all of this is that it felt so unearned. That the whole season was trying to build to something satisfying, but was ultimately disappointing for most of the time, and then gave us such an unsatisfying answer to a question nobody was asking. Like, 
that that's my problem with it, and that well, makes me I've... angry enough to get mad about the little nitpicky things. I think the problem, though, is Cal that they haven't given us an answer. They've actually posed us a question. Exactly. They promised us answers, re- damn it. And we're not. No, they didn't. They set up a question, gave us a question, and then we're going to get answers. But they said, you're going to find out these answers. The Master says, here's the answers. We spent an episode with the Master going, this is the answer to all your questions. And that answer it's is... the answer to the question, why... flashback that the you've been to... having that isn't very well set up is ultimately just telling us that the Doctor came... That we don't know the answer to the question. And that's worth the master getting mad and burning down all of Gallifrey. Yes, but he answered it with another question. So it was really the question to why he burnt Gallifrey. Now it's the question of where does the Doctor come from? Yeah, we know, like, like, the Doctor comes from any other universe where that's normal. But if you give... I was going to say, if you give something special to that universe, we can do some interest if, if we now get some universe jumping stuff... That would you be know cool. We won't. You we know might. we won't. I hope and we, we and, do. Because well, if we do, the TARDIS, I guarantee you, will work fine in that other universe. I guarantee fucking tee it. Even though it's firmly established in canon that it won't, that it shouldn't. Uh, I'm actually oh, Cal. Boo. <laughs> Piss off. There you go. Well, look, don't, don't talk about canon without knowing your canon. That's mm. all I'm saying. Uh, the third Doctor used a TARDIS console outside of the TARDIS to travel in an alternate dimension, and it worked fine. He just had the console confiscated. Great. Point is, the TARDIS has worked in other dimensions fine before, and it can. You who right, rewrites fine. just as much Fuck that can. retcon. The Doctor using regeneration energy as a method of providing energy to the TARDIS and to heal other people now has absolutely no stakes. Because we know the Doctor can regenerate an infinite amount of times. That was a new retcon, though. Regeneration energy was... But also... It doesn't tw- matter. The 12... It was something that we didn't know the answer to, we got the answer to, and now the answer's... What? And now the answer is different, not in a way that really matters, like, not in a way that really changes the timeline, but it does make the Doctor... Anytime the Doctor has done that, and, and that has had any stakes attached to it, is now gone. I disagree because there's nothing. I mean, again, it depends if they give an explanation for this. But um, the Time Lords were, pro- were probably just tricking, or they uh, they put a limit on the Doctor. They put a genetic. They altered him genetically to have um, um, only twelve regenerations. We don't know. Uh, but we, also, the we tw- don't know that for sure. The twelve yeah, regeneration yeah. things was also a retcon. Um, yes, because one, two, three. No problem if they're regenerated. Suddenly the fourth Doctor comes along, deadly assassin. Suddenly they only have 12 regenerations. Again, this is still just answering unanswered questions from the past. Not really, because there was never any question of, does the to- is there a limit to the re- number of regenerations? Why would there be? We have no reason to think there is. So it's just given an explanation. People hated the deadly assassin when it came out because they thought it ruined too... because they thought it um, messed with the canon too much. And now it's regarded as one of the best episodes. Well, I'm saying time will tell whether this um, alteration to the canon was worthwhile or not because um, uh, it depends how it pays off down the line and it depends if it makes stories more interesting. 
but it didn't make this story more interesting. It didn't make this season worth telling. Uh, That's I, my biggest problem with all of this. I disagree. Like the the overall arc, I, 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 I there dis- was no arc, and you know there was no arc. No, but the little seedings, I didn't mind it, and I liked the individual episodes for the most part. Um, I preferred last season, absolutely. Last season was head and shoulders above this in quality. Mm. But this this honestly goes probably at the top end of Capaldi's worst seasons. I think Capaldi might have had a better season than this. Capaldi probably... Season 8 was not. Season 9 was not. Season 10 probably was better. I don't know for sure. Like, I'm not going to go back and re-watch any of this shit, but it really does feel like... Like, Chris Chibnall must have gone into this season going, I want to tell the story of who the Doctor is. But who the Doctor is isn't actually going to be revealed in this season. We're just going to tell you that it is and then not actually give you anything. But I think it I, you can't open a season and go, we don't really know who the Doctor is. I mean, you probably could if you did it in a certain way. But I, I feel like putting it at the end of this season and making the next season an exploration of that could be really interesting. And again, changing it up and making it the Doctor jump through different times could be really cool. Especially, you could have a lot of returning characters that way. Like, we could see alternative versions of a lot of companions or alternative versions of villains where time where you know time went differently. Make it sliders for one season of Doctor Who. See, have her uh, end up in a dimension where Paul, McCa- Paul McGann is still the, um, still the Doctor. But see, this is, this is where you're, you're showing enthusiasm for a version of Doctor Who that doesn't exist. Like you're you're being excited for the potential that this season offers, rather than any of the actual good things this season did offer, which is because very this, very little. Because this season wasn't about that; it was about finding what the right question is. And did it work a hundred percent? No, it didn't. But I I don't think what they were trying to do was inherently bad. I just think it wasn't perfectly executed. <sighs> I, I think that this season was sloppy, completely, like, it had no structure and no form. They didn't know where they were going to go with this story. I, well, the problem was that they put a big reveal right in the middle of the season, um, which made the next few episodes feel meaningless. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Which would, and they were decent episodes, and that, so that's really the issue there. Like, I think th- this... This show has been, like, this version of the show, Chris Chibnall and Jodie Whittaker's era of Doctor Who is at its best when it's, um, when it's meeting Rosa Parks, when it's meeting Nicholas Tesla, Nikola Tesla, when it's meeting, um, like, when it's, when it's there during the division of, of India, when, like, when we're seeing proper historical events and really trying to work our way through it and having that reflect on the character arcs going on between the companions. Those historical episodes have been the standout of this whole era. I don't disagree with that at all. Completely, 100% agree. And I think Because those have been the best episodes of the era. Mm. And I think Chibnall just doesn't know the strength of those episodes. And he's responded too much to fan criticisms about it not being so connected to the the Doctor Who universe and there's not enough big show-stoppy finale bullshit going on. Um, but that's so I guess we'll just do that without any thought or effort put into it. 
Well, I think there was thought put in it. He's like, well, they've done the reality bomb. Like, you know, where do you go after the whole universe has exploded so many times? You know, Moffat, how many times did Moffat blow up time? Mm. Well, and that's the thing. Like, Chibnall came back and went, cool, let's do something different where there's personal stakes here. And let's tell a personal story. And that was great. And that's why I think the idea... Uh, that's why I think he tried to do that on a bigger scale in this season. It I, just didn't work perfectly. I absolutely um, don't think he tried to do that because the biggest personal moment we got was a one-off thing in, in one episode. There was nothing about any of the other characters that actually meant anything to this season besides I, Yaz crying to to the, the cop who talked her down. Well, that whole episode has those moments. Um... Yeah, but I think it's... Oh, pardon. I think it's all the stuff with the Doctor. Like, it's, he tried to make the revi- the big thing at the end personal to the Doctor. That's yeah. what he tried to do. Which I guess would have been fine if we had a couple of seasons of, like, building up who this Doctor even is. And we've had two seasons where the Doctor has taken the back seat in the story. And that's why I think they need less companions in the next one, and it needs to be about the Doctor exploring who she is. But we don't need to explore who the Doctor is. Like, but that's not now, an interesting I, I story. Well, but the only way we're going to find out is if we go universe hopping, which is not going to happen. I wish it would, though, because it would be cool. Nah, because you know don't what it'll be? It be cool. It'll be that, I don't know, the humans somehow became Time Lords at the very end of time and then sent one child back from their destroyed planet Superman style. And that planet, that person happened to land on Gallifrey, and now the fucking blah blah blah. It's gonna be, it's going to be unsatisfying because it's all built around just giving us a mystery to solve, not telling a good story. Maybe, but we don't know. It might be. I'm just being optimistic. You're being pessimistic. I have absolutely no faith at all in this IP and how it's being run currently. I think that Chibnall needs to drop the whole fucking, like, drop everything. And just go back to telling some fun historical romps, and I think we'll have a much, much better time. I I agree, except the fans hated it. Fuck the fans. So I I was gonna say it's not Chibnall's fault. This is well, as per usual, fans of things ruin things. No, no, no. Because the fans would absolutely hate this bullshit too. Well, the they fans did. didn't ruin it. Chibnall listened to the fans and then fucked up giving them what they wanted. It's not um, the fans' fault. It's Chibnall's fault. Sure, but... You're literally at... victim-blaming yeah. people. They didn't make right, the show no, shit. <laughs> Chibnall the, made the, the, the show shit, not it, them. The, the problem with calling it victim-blaming, Cal, is that this is a TV show. It doesn't really matter. Nothing matters. Correct. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is that it's the same with Star Wars people hated The Last Jedi so you know booted off the internet and then so they reacted by making Rise of Skywalker and then but, everyone booed Rise of Skywalker off the internet but we forget that The Last Jedi was all a reaction to people saying oh well the first one was too much of the same so let's do something people, completely different and then everyone went oh you're right, too the, fucking different <laughs> creators do need to stop you're right, and that's exactly what happened this season. People are going, this isn't good, this isn't fun, and then Chibnall's like, alright, well let's do something new and big and different, and people are like, well we don't like this either. Mm. 
So I think there is something to creators need to stop reacting to fans. Mm. Creators need um, to grow a fucking spine, come up with a story they want to tell and tell it. Especially when a lot of fan reactions are not the majority's opinion. Correct. Because the the type of people who feel the need to tell everybody about their opinions are assholes. Uh... Subscribe to the Video Shop <laughs> Podcast. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll see you never. Bye. <laughs> no, but seriously, anything else you wanted to say? Because I'm fucking pooped, man. We've been doing I, this for an hour and a half now. I know. I'm I'm a sleepy boy too. Um, look, I didn't hate it, but I see the problems. I think people are being a little bit harsh just because it could pay off well. But I see why you're pessimistic that that could be a possibility. So I'm, I'm, there were de- decent episodes. It wasn't the worst season. Season eight of P- Capaldi is still far worse. Yes, correct. Because that's the moon one. There was nothing as dumb as the moon or the forest. The yeah. human race just forgets things. Oh yeah. Boo. <laughs> Fuck off. And look, maybe if I had watched this with a little bit, maybe if I came into this more enthusiastically, maybe if I threw my plans aside, if maybe if I threw my philosophy about how I should consume art aside and tried to view this positively, Did you I might have enjoyed the better episodes more. Binge it or watch it week to week? I binged it. That probably didn't help either, I would say. But also I binged it because I really didn't want to watch it. And you were like, no, we're going to do an episode on it and you have two days. So I guess I'll fucking binge it. So it's your fault that I'm like this. Um... You see, Cal, now you're victim blaming. I'm the victim no. of doing this podcast no, you with you. Did, you did this to me. Oh, you're fired, Cal. I'm Please, bringing you're not back. trapped in here. You're not trapped in here with me. I'm trapped in here with you, Sam. <laughs> uh, you're fired? <laughs> All right, let's never do this again. Um, <laughs> we, what a downer way this would be to end. Oh no, but like seriously, man, let's never fucking touch this fucking cancer stick ever again. That is Doctor Who. People want it. What if the next season's amazing? It's, it's an absolute salt farm, <laughs> and because because it it can't be what people want. But he the the backlash goddamn this robots. Is... Uh, Bloody Foggy Man, whatever your name was. Foggy Bloody, Feather. Like, foggy, foggy Feather. Nobody nobody wants... You don't want to hear this, do you? you don't want, like, this isn't just a snuff film or slowly die, foggy, is it? Foggy... <laughs> foggy Feather literally asked us whether we were... Yeah, but we he's relatively new. He, <laughs> he might not have heard my, my absolute <laughs> suffering that has been the last few Doctor Who episodes. <laughs> Like, uh, seriously, tweet us and let us know. Because if you want this, that's fine. I'll just grow a thicker skin and fucking deal with it. But I, I genuinely don't think it's what they skin, want. Cal. I, don't I think you've got to be, I think think be less of a sook, Cal. I don't think people want to see me in pain. I think people generally <laughs> like you and me, and they don't want us to die a slow and very, very painful death. Tweet us at Video Shop Pod. Do you want us to do, die do a slow Do you want us to die? Death? Jeez, Do you want us dead? Tweet us your death threats at Video Shop Pod on Twitter. Fuck. Tweet us, tweet us at death threats. Hashtag overreacting on Twitter. At Video Shop Pod. Hashtag kill yourself, Cal. <laughs>
fucking do it. Hashtag drown in the doctor. Uh, Kel, are you alright, man? Can I, uh... No. Can I... No, you did this. Do you need a cuddle, Kel? No. Fuck off. Dylan Austin. Get further away from me, Sam. (laughs) I literally couldn't. <laughs> I've picked like I've I've rotated a globe and put the my finger down on the exact opposite <laughs> point, and I've gone. All right, I'm gonna move there. <laughs> it's fine, Cal. We'll all die from coronavirus soon. Oh. No, no, no. Sorry, we're not gonna die of coronavirus. We're gonna die of not being able to wipe our butts. Oh, buddy, we're gonna die of trench ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Gonna say coronavirus sounds like a sweet release right now. Fucking don't threaten me with a good time. I flights flights are really cheap now, so all I'm seeing is millennials going. You mean I get to go somewhere exotic and die? Sign me up. You mean I can go somewhere, have an alright time, and my hex debt dies with me? Cool. Uh, so, um, good stuff, good stuff. Cool, 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 cool. Hour 40, let's wrap this one up, baby. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's call this one. Cool. Tweet us at Video Shop Pod, uh, hashtag Drown in the Doctor, and we'll, yeah, <laughs> see you next time, nerds. Uh, bye. See you, nerds.